One after another, the island nation was hit by asset price bubbles beginning in the early 90s and continuing into the 2000s. For over three decades, the Japanese economy was stagnant with low demand and stuck prices. Japan has since escaped, but is now seeing prices steadily increase with inflation expected to hit 4.2% by the end of this quarter. To make matters worse, Japan narrowly avoided a recession as GDP grew by only 0.1% in the fourth quarter of 2022. The government is now focusing on raising domestic demand. The Bank of Japan is utilizing an ultra-easy economic policy, which involves keeping interest rates low. The large-scale monetary easing combined with various policies of the government did have an effect on lifting the economy and prices. In another unprecedented move, the bank encouraged firms to increase workers' wages, and they did just that. This week, top Japanese companies agreed to their largest pay increases in a quarter of a century announcing the decision after the yearly Shunto labor talks. It is necessary to create an economic environment in which businesses can raise wages by continuing monetary easing and firmly supporting the economy. The idea is to stimulate economic activity by increasing people's purchasing power. This has many economists worried about the inflationary effects, but the government says otherwise. Japan is currently recovering from the coronavirus pandemic. Uncertainty surrounding domestic and foreign economies and financial markets is extremely high. Inflation in consumer prices is around 4%, which is above the 2% target. But the main reason is a rise in costs driven by the increased price of imported goods, not strong demand. Japan hopes that by strengthening economic activity, it can increase its growth. But with a low yen and rising prices, will the latest move to increase wages push Japan into an inflationary spiral? Emre Boz, TRT World. Let's now get more analysis from Shijiro Takeshita in Shizuoka, Japan. He's a professor at the School of Management and Information at the University of Shizuoka. Thank you very much for being with us today. As we've just heard in our report from our colleague, the main concern right now is inflation. I mean, it's all really well, the wages are going up, but what's your outlook on inflation in the country for the near future? Well, um, of course, it's one of the worst inflation that we've seen over four decades, as you just reported. But that said, our inflation is basically based on two things, and that is uh, cost push inflation, um, which is caused by external basically oil prices and overseas commodity prices, and also due to the weakening of the yen uh, that has appeared. So it's not as serious as many other nations, which is based on uh, demand pool inflation, which is a lot more serious. Uh, so from that point of view, yes, we are seeing inflation for the first time in a very big way, but not as serious uh, as many other countries that, uh, that we've seen in OECD nations. Right, and that's at least comforting for now. And I really do want to ask you, uh, the Bank of Japan is now has a new governor. What do you think, what do you expect his stance will be? Uh, because Weda is known as neither a monetary policy hawk nor a dove. What's uh, your opinion? That's a very good question because, well, I personally think that uh, there's not much room for Bank of Japan. I mean, many people tend to think that they 
have an unlimited amount of capability, but I doubt that very much. In fact, I think uh, Bank of Japan already has very little maneuverability in their policy. Um, they're trying to make a lot of quite good announcement effect, et cetera, uh, but I think they're really running out of cards, especially uh, during the, uh, uh, the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, we've seen a very big swelling of the current asset by the um, um, current deposit by the uh, uh, Bank of Japan, which is reaching almost 600 trillion yen, which tells me that you know there's not much room for maneuverability because they can't they can't afford to raise the rates like many other central banks, which mm. tells you that the financial policy itself is very much limited in case of Japan. Mm. And I think, Professor, what's really interesting about Japan are the fundamentals of its economy, right? So in terms of demographics, uh, but also in trade with other countries and, and debt also is a very important point. How would you describe the economy of Japan right now? I think um, one of the very big um, temperature differences that I feel, um, especially being in Japan, is that people are quite numb about you know our debt levels. Of course, 94% of debt is consumed within, so we're not going to have immediately the same you know crisis that we had in like PIGS in 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 Europe, in Southern Europe, for example. Uh, that's not the case. But that said, you know, um, it's not something that we can relax in a sofa and forget about it. Especially considering, you know, um, this the 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 very high ratio of um, senior citizens that will be prevailing in Japan, and very low birth rate. So mm. obviously, this is one of the very very serious macro uh, incidents that you know the government really has to tackle. But it's very unpopular to tackle these things, uh, and uh, therefore, you know, really hasn't been touched on. It's almost a bit like taboo to touch on this subject. Right. which is a very, very serious state, I think.